Hi guys, welcome to the Reach and Inspire podcast. In this episode, I'll be sharing the second part of my Why I Believe series, which consists mostly of my teenage years up until I came to the UK. I hope you enjoy listening. Hi guys, welcome to the Reach and Inspire podcast. Now, before I carry on sharing the second part of my Why I Believe series, I'd like to share what I'm thankful for. Today, I'm thankful for my husband. I might share a bit more of our story at some point on the podcast, but every day, I really do thank God for him. He's very easygoing, he's chilled, he's so, so kind. And I think choosing to marry him is definitely a choice that I don't regret. So, uh, to today's topic, I shared in part one how I got introduced to church by our neighbours when I was a kid, and I started getting involved in kids' church. I loved it because I got to interact with other kids, but also I loved all the activities we would do as kids. Kids Church was great for me and the teachers really gave us a strong foundation in the Bible. I always say that I learned so many of the Bible verses I know now as a child. As I got older but still in Kids Church, I remember they used to have what we call altar calls at the end of the service, which was basically an opportunity for you to publicly say you wanted to become a Christian. You see, even though a lot of people may claim to be Christians or tick Christian against a form that asks what their religion is, to truly become a Christian or what the Bible calls born again, you have to make a decision for yourself to surrender your life to Jesus Christ and become a Christ follower, i.e. Christian. So even as kids, we were told your parents' faith won't save you you have to receive Jesus for yourself. So almost every Sunday, I would come up to the front to say I wanted to receive Jesus. And I would go home. And if I did something bad during the week, as kids do, well, as we all do, I'd come back to church the next Sunday and go up again to receive Jesus. I didn't quite get it. But one day I remember a Sunday school teacher saying that once you received Jesus or accepted Jesus into your life, you didn't need to, you didn't have to keep coming to the front every week. She just said that if you did something wrong, you could ask Jesus to forgive you and he would. Then you could carry on with your life. I think I was around 10 years old at the time. And I remember that being a really significant moment for me. It was like a light bulb moment. Now, I've always been a good kid. I think there's definitely something to be said for having strict parents, and my parents were extremely strict. So I never really got into much trouble. And in a way, living the Christian life was easy for me as a teenager. I didn't really roll with any of the bad kids. In fact, we had these neighbours, I remember, that were known for having really unruly kids, that they were much older than us as well. And one day I went to their house 
I wasn't quite a teenager at this point, but I spent the whole day there and I didn't tell anyone where I was going. When I finally came home, I got such a beating and it taught me a real lesson. But anyway, as I got to my early teens, I kept going to church and I was part of this after school club called the Teenage Bible Club. Again, it was great because of the social aspect, but we were also taught and mentored by some great teachers. I remember in particular one one of our pastor's wives, Mrs. Grace Orama. She was quite strict with us, but she had this amazing way of connecting with us as teenagers. She was very real and treated us as adults, making us aware that our our actions had consequences. I'll never forget that woman and she really sewed into our lives as teenagers. Now, when I was around 15 or 16, I realised that being a good girl was not really what being a Christian was about. You know, I sensed that I needed to be serious about my faith and about following Christ. So I rededicated my life to Christ. Now, it sounds really spiritual or churchy when I say that, but basically I decided that I would take my faith seriously and let Jesus govern every aspect of my life. Now, I was doing pretty well in school at this point, and the time for our West African Senior School Certificate came. This is basically the GCSE or all levels equivalent. I wanted to do really well, mainly to please my dad, and I was praying regularly. That's just talking to God on a regular basis. So one day, as I was preparing for my exams, I was talking to God about it, and I asked God to help me in my exams, but I also specifically told him that I wanted to get the best results in the school that year which was kind of a big thing for me at the time. I prayed that prayer and I prayed it in secret, like no one else was aware that I had prayed this prayer. And I carried on studying, obviously, and preparing for my exams. Now, when the results came out, guess what? I had the best results in the school. Now, I have to say two things here. One, I wasn't the smartest kid in the school. I was doing well, for sure, and by this point I was top of my class most terms. But I remember there were three or four girls, I went to a girls' school, there were three or four girls that to me were geniuses, and some of them were even my close friends. So even though I studied hard, I knew that I couldn't have got this result just because of how hard I worked. The second thing is... This is one of my first major experiences of the power of prayer and asking God for what we want. In the Bible, there's a verse that says, you have not because you ask not. Now, obviously, we don't always get what we ask for. But for me, as a teenager, having that prayer answered did something for my faith. Obviously, you know, getting the best results. Now, looking back, I think it's not, it's not p- particularly something that um, 
I think matters that much. But to me, as a 15, 16 year old, um, it was really important to me. And I felt like that prayer was answered and it made me think that there must be a God. Now, one could obviously argue that my hard work paid off and that's why I got those results. Um, But the truth is that for me, it was clearly an answered prayer. I'd made that prayer in secret and God answered. And my relationship with God started growing deeper from there on until I came to the UK. Now, my first couple of years in the UK, I'll never forget, were really hard. Um, I was homesick a lot, especially in the first few months. Um, I'd never been away from my family and I was only 16 years old. Um, I was in a majority white school, for one, uh, which in itself was not a problem. But the issue was that the students, bar a few, were not very friendly. And the teachers themselves didn't help the situation. Thankfully, though, this was where I met one of my best friends. We were both Nigerian. We were in the same year and had pretty much the same subjects. Looking back now, I really feel like God put us on the same path as each other. Because the fact is, if we didn't have each other in those first couple of years, I think we would have struggled massively. I mean, it was hard enough, um, but having each other made it so much easier. And we really became best of friends. And we still are today. (laughs) She's still my best friend to today. So anyway, um, we got through our A-levels and when we finished, we ended up in different universities. We'd applied to the same universities, but it didn't quite work out and we ended up in different universities. And I just remember I missed my best friend terribly. Um, We spoke to each other often, but I knew it was important that I made new friends and I tried to be friendly towards people, um, especially those obviously that were were doing the same um, subject as me at university. So I tried to step out of my shell. And, you know, the great thing about university is that um, everyone is in the same boat in in one way, um, because it's your first year, you don't know anyone. I mean, very rarely would you know anyone really. So it's an opportunity to start afresh, get to know people, make friends. And um, some of my friends from university, from my first year of university, are still my closest friends till today. But um, me and my friend from A-levels, we spoke to each other often um, But I knew it was important that I made new friends and I especially wanted to have more Christian friends in my circle. So one day I decided to check out the Christian Union in the evening. I'll never forget it. I entered the lecture theatre where it was being held. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know anyone but I could hear singing and I stepped in and I saw must have been a hundred if not more but at least tens of students of all ages of all races 
worshipping God together, singing loudly. Some had their hands in the air. And I almost cried with happiness. I felt like I was home. So that's where I'm going to end this episode. Um, Keep you (laughs) longing for more. Hopefully I will conclude the third part of my Why I Believe series um, on the next episode. I hope you enjoy listening to this series. Um, I just felt it's really important to share um, my journey of faith, really. Um, It's part of the reason I started this podcast. And um, if you listen to this and you're challenged by it, and you want to talk to me about it, then please reach out to me. I'll be so, so happy to hear from you. You can reach out to me via email. If you email reachandinspiremagazine at gmail.com or you can contact me on any of my social media platforms. I'll put all of the details in my show notes. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to pray as I round off this episode. Dear God, I thank you for every person listening to this podcast and this episode. Um, Lord, you know where they're at in their journey of faith. And I pray especially for those that don't know you, that perhaps are struggling with the concept of God or the concept of who you are. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to them in a way that would leave them with no doubt of your existence, but not just your existence, of your love for them and your desire to be in relationship with them. I pray, God, that you would show them that you love them and that you're there for them always. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Guys, if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, then please don't forget to rate, to subscribe, to share the podcast. And yeah, let me know what you think. I'll see you on the next episode. God bless. Bye.